Hey! Hey! What's going on, America? And welcome to a new episode of the Dear America podcast. Um, Yeah, wow. So let's jump right into it here and let's talk about fake news polling. So uh, we're going to be joined by campaign... The, the the Trump campaign press secretary. Hogan Gidley. Oh, yeah. And we have a really, really awesome conversation with him coming up later on in the episode. Uh, we're very... Sometimes I forget how far this thing has gone from... Uh, it seems like just yesterday, Donald Trump won, and I make a video just in my truck about the president winning. And now, I mean, you know, we've had uh, Kaylee McEnany on. We've had multiple congressmen. Uh, and now we've got the campaign press secretary coming on. Mm-hmm. And there are rumors. Oh, and we are working on something something pretty cool uh, that may, I mean, you know, it may happen. It may not. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, it's really cool to see how far this thing has gone. Yeah. Uh, it's really uh, humbling to know that the campaign and the White House pays attention to what mm-hmm. we do, which is interesting. Um, yeah, so, so it's really cool. But we got to talk about these fake poll numbers. So uh, it was all over the news over the weekend, even on Fox News, um, that Joe Biden has a 15-point lead on Donald Trump nationally. Nationally. How can this be? How that does can not that, make no sense. How can that possibly be so that Joe Biden... Obviously, not even in the first stages. He's like mid-stage dementia at this point. I, I don't even think he's in the beginning stages anymore. I think that he is, and, and you know, the president just took a cognitive functions test, aced it, as he put it. Uh, the doctors were amazed how well he did. And then people <laughs> are like getting mad of what was on the cognitive functions test. Like one of the questions is identify an elephant and they got a picture of an elephant and a snake. Well, yeah, that seems easy to people that aren't cognitively in trouble. <laughs> all right. And then the president didn't make the dang test. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you know, I, I mean, I've taken a lot of tests in my life that have some stupid questions on there. But, you know, imagine what happens when somebody gets that wrong. Right. Obviously, exactly. they know there's a problem there. Anyway, moving on. So I did a little bit of research in this. And here's the problem I have with the news and the media. They say things like nationally, the president is losing by 15 points nationally, indicating that they have talked to a lot of people from all over the nation. Everyone. Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, they obviously can't do that. But but the point is. At least some people in every state. You got to think at least like 0.5% of the nation, not they interviewed 1,006 people. That's basically the basically whole country. Only 854 of them were registered voters. <laughs> okay. Ironically, that's the exact population of formerly CHOP in Seattle. Oh, So nice. maybe that's where they interviewed these people. <laughs> I Look, all I'm asking for before you claim that nationally the president's losing by 15 points, just, just interview 0.5%. Not even 5%, yeah. 0.5, half a percent of the country, not 0.1% of the population of America before you say nationally the president's losing by 15 points. Yeah, I feel like this is where, though, because the media has always done this and always twisted to whatever, but I feel like America is just finally, over the last several years, waking up to being like, wait a minute. 
where did you get these numbers from? Yeah. And let me see the result, which is a really good thing, I feel like, because I don't remember you know anyone talking about this years ago. Right. So. Yeah, I think it's all manipulation. It's why does the poll matter with who you're going to vote for? Like, I'm still going out to vote for Trump, even though it says, oh, he's 15 points down. I feel like that's to sway people or to give the left confidence, like, oh, we're going to win this, you know? Well, it sounds a lot better nation. I mean, that's what I would do, right? National instead of, yeah. in Florida and New York, we interviewed a thousand people. We could do a worldwide <laughs> uh, poll in here, just us three. We should do it. Like yeah. a worldwide, <laughs> worldwide, worldwide, worldwide poll. poll. Because everyone in the world watches Dear America. That's right. Basically. And so we know the same what the numbers are. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. What else? What else happened over the weekend? Um, ooh. Okay. I want to talk about Kanye. But before I do that, let's get into a sponsor. All right. We want to give a huge shout out to our friends over at Kill Cliff. Yeah. Uh, they keep us motivated throughout the day. Uh, they've got the, uh, ignite, which is the energy drink, which is my favorite because I didn't realize how dependent I was on the little boosters until, (laughs) until we ran out anyway. So you got ignite, which is my favorite. Jake likes the CBD. I like the recovery too. They they got recovery for those of you who exercise and work out, but you can go to killcliff.com right now and enter code Graham to save you some money. And, uh, yeah, they're uh, veterans. They donate charity to the Navy SEAL Foundation. They're a great group of guys and gals. Go to killcliff.com and use the code G-R-A-H-A-M mm-hmm. now. See, I used to do the Red Bull and stuff, but these taste so much better than any other See, I never liked drink. the taste of Red Bull. It tastes like cough syrup to me. Mm. But, yeah, well, those are good. Well, these put them to good. shame for they sure. Yeah, exactly. So go to killcliff.com, offer code Graham today. All right, let's talk about my boy Kanye. Kanye. Kanye held his first. Now, there were rumors that he had already dropped out of the presidential race. But apparently nobody told Kanye that because Kanye held his first rally last night in North Charleston. He showed up. All right. Now, look again. And I said this and I was very honest about this months ago. We've already talked about this when I said I'm not buying into the whole Kanye thing yet. Kanye's got a lot of mental issues uh you know i just didn't buy it i didn't believe it and well here you go (laughs) so all right you're starting to see it right now uh he holds his first rally this dude shows up in a like a bulletproof vest that says security on it and he's got 2020 like painted on the back of his head okay and this dude i (laughs) He starts talking about Harriet Tubman not not helping to free, free the slaves, slaves. Yeah. which is, whoo, <laughs> that's a lot. But then the weirdest part is, you know, with, with Kanye, it's hard to tell if it's a legit emotional moment or if he's having <laughs> an episode. Like an, like an episode. And I'm not trying to be funny right here. I'm, I'm asking legitimately, let me see if I can pull up that clip really quick and just let you guys like judge for yourself here. How was his turnout? I, I don't know, know how don't the know. turnout was, but let me see if I can find the clip. And like friends and family were saying like, no, this is an episode. He's just, you know, going off Manic. the deep end, but you can't tell him no. He's like a voice of a generation. He's going to go out there and have his rally regardless. I'm okay, looking for buddy. video, the, the the right video here. I think it's press for his next album. Well, it, it very well might be. Presidentially. Uh, I'm looking for the one where he starts crying. <laughs> 
So in that light, he could be a genius. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. A lyrical genius. What is it? Any attention? It's good attention. Mm-hmm. Is that him? That's him. Listen to this high pitch. I don't even know what he's saying. One more time. So he's talking about he's talking about a very serious topic. He's talking about abortion. Uh, and he starts talking about the fact that his mom saved his life because his daddy wanted to abort him. And without his mama, there'd be no Kanye West, which, you know, arguably is a, a kind of a duh statement in general. Because uh, without anybody's mama, there would not be you. But yeah, but way, I'm glad. I mean, he is right on some issues. I'm not saying he's not right. I'm saying it is obvious the man is not okay. Well, neither mentally. is Biden, but he's running, so you know. And what I'm the heck? just as concerned about Biden. That's what I'm saying, yeah, but man. The president shouldn't be like crying. <laughs> yeah, you're the leader of the free world. I don't mind him crying, but I don't think he. Through his track record of history, it does seem like he may People be having get some episodes. People when Donald Trump <laughs> tweets things with capital letters in it. Imagine a President Yee. That's all I'm He'd saying. He'd be in style, though. It's actually, I mean, it's really, really, really you know, terrifying. I, I will give him credit. Like, you know, he was accepted by basically everybody on the conservative side whenever he started wearing the hat and everything. And he has the conviction, even if it is a mental thing, to be like, you know what? Like, I can walk away from this. Like, I'm not tied down yeah. to any uh, politician or whatever. I'm going to do it myself. I okay. really do. I feel like he is trying. I do. I just, <laughs> yeah. I think he may be a little misguided. And, you know, it's it's hard to, from a rapper to president. But, yeah. you know. I, I like his response. When That's America. They were asking him, like, well, what about your policies? What about this and that? And he answered a few. And they're like, what about foreign policy? He's like, I haven't really got to that yet. I'm worried about other stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zero foreign policy. Here we go. I, again, I just... Um, That's why you hire people smarter it's very, than you it's in very concerning. Yeah. It's very concerning. And, you know, we, we've got... <laughs> we've got freaking... Um, the White House, why do I keep saying the White House? The campaign press secretary here in a minute. I want to make sure that, you know, we leave a lot of time for that interview. Mm -hmm. But there's just, it's just, it's terrifying to me. You know, I'm all for everybody should be allowed to run for president in the country. However, I feel like there should be like the second that you say, okay, I'm going to run. I think that there should be like a series of tests that you undergo, right? Like, you know, I mean, if you want life insurance, a nurse has to show up to your house, got to get blood drawn, got to get all this other kind of stuff. But president, man, you got money. You just put the application in there and bam, you're in it. Some town uh, voted in a dog as their mayor. And I, I think that's totally fine. I, I, <laughs> I don't think there should be any tests. I, I think Ducky could be mayor. <laughs> I think whoever the people vote for. You it's got America. it. It's quite, it's quite sad. All right. Um, <laughs> I want to get into the NFL, but before we do that, let's get into Express VPN. Uh, let's see. I want to talk about your internet freedom. 
Social media companies get to decide what content is suitable for the sensitive snowflakes among us and censor whatever they don't like. Shouldn't you be the one to decide what you want to read or watch, not them? Well, here's one thing you can control, their access to your data. And for that, I use ExpressVPN. See, the problem with big tech companies is that not only do they censor what you read, but they track what you do online. They track what you're searching for, the videos you watch, and everything you click. They use this data to serve you ads and can match your activity to your offline identity using your device's unique IP address. When I use ExpressVPN, these tech companies can't see my IP address at all. Plus, ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your data to protect you from hackers and internet bad guys. Does that sound complicated? Well, it's not, I promise. ExpressVPN software takes just one minute to set up on your computer or phone. You tap one button and you're protected. So, why give these tech companies a free license to know everything about you and then Turn around and sell off your information. It's time to take back your privacy at expressvpn.com slash Graham. By visiting my special link, you'll get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free. And who doesn't like to save money? Again, that's expressvpn.com slash Graham. Expressvpn.com slash Graham. All right. So let's talk about football. Um, Foosball. Every every day, it's not going to happen. Uh, I just don't say that it's not going to happen every day. Something else comes out that it's not, it's there's, there's, there's 20% chance that it happens. Mm -hmm. Um, yesterday there was a Twitter blitz by NFL superstars, basically, basically saying that, uh, unless the NFL meets their standards, they ain't showing up to mandatory training camp because their safety uh, should come first. Um, Drew Brees, man, Drew, you're killing me, bro. You're killing me, man. I thought I thought that you had like a spine and a backbone. Uh, I'll never look at you the same way again. I think you're a spineless coward that's paid for by money. That's what I think. I think that you are so dependent upon the check the NFL gives you that you bend the knee to do whatever daddy tells you to do. And I thought you had more morals than that, but apparently I was wrong. Uh, Drew Brees was in there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was in there, but that's to be expected. Patrick Mahomes is young. He's biracial. Of course he, of course he did. Um, you know, uh, he was part of the Black Lives Matter movement in the NFL and stuff, whatever, man. You know, I give Patrick Mahomes more like leeway than I do Drew Brees. Right, Drew yeah. Brees is a freaking adult. Okay, I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes isn't, but I'm just saying he's awful freaking young. Adult. All right, but but <laughs> Drew Brees has been around for a long freaking time. Yeah. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even sure Patrick Mahomes was born when 9/11 happened. Maybe he was. No, he was like two or three. He'd been young. Yeah, super young. Probably doesn't even remember it happening. Drew Brees was an adult when it happened. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like Drew Brees has seen what this country has gone through the past 20, 30 years. And it pisses me off to see him bend the knee, man. I mean, yeah. it really does. And I, I would love to have been a fly on the wall when that whole thing happened with Drew Brees. I bet the Saints organization pulled him in there and said, you do exactly what we tell you to do or your life is freaking over. I also don't think that was the hill that he wanted to die on. Everything I've heard, he's like one of the – 
nicest, best people ever to play in the NFL. And and I believe it. And I think it's more of him just being like, I don't want to die on that hill. Sure. Yeah. I'm coming okay. out. Okay. All right. But 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 if you lose your footing on one thing, yeah. are you going to lose it on another? I mean, what happens if they say, hey, you got to stop talking about Jesus what when the, you're in uniform? You are you going to stop talking about Jesus because daddy told you to? I don't right. think you clarified the footing. You touched on it, but I'm not. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, what exactly standing the, happened? Standing for the anthem. He said that he would always stand for the anthem, and every black athlete in the NFL just crucified him for it. And then two days later, he apologized, just like Black Lives Matter is important. Uh, you know, standing for the anthem, you know, that's not important. Black lives are important, da-da-da. I mean, he completely about-faced and bent the knee to the mob. Okay, Uh, Deshaun Jackson can say anti-Semitic remarks and all he has to do is apologize and everything's fine. But Oklahoma State coach Mike Gundy wears an OAN T-shirt and he loses a million dollars a year after he publicly apologizes. All I'm saying, white dude with a mullet. So what are they demanding? That that the NFL uh, comes up with a better plan to make sure that they're safe during the pandemic or they're not playing <laughs> play football and they're like i want to be safe i well, it, it, i wonder are they still going to be paid if we don't of play course football? they get paid regardless <laughs> well heck That's i'd want that i would want that every too, single one of these <laughs> people mm-hmm. if you had a freaking off. contract that was like the rest of freaking america where if you don't go to work you don't get freaking paid yeah. every single one of y'all would be at training camp that's all i'm yeah. saying i'm fine if they cancel it this year lombardi trophy will stay in kansas city for another year <laughs> it might be the Jake, last of course last team to ever win a super bowl I don't say kansas that. City Chiefs. well college football too we'll keep it forever college football too uh alabama right now week one has nobody to play nobody they were supposed to play usc but california has stated they ain't playing sports well i mean that's that was to be. We'll play understood. our own sports. We'll, play we'll go throw ourselves. the football in the backyard. No, the Big Ten has said they're only going to play their own conference, well, which is fine, I guess. But what are you going to do in the postseason? Yeah, that's the Big Ten. Though. So, so are we going to are we going to say things like we're only going to have conference championships this year? Maybe is that what we're going to do? Uh, because that would be odd. Um, it's just, we're getting closer and closer to there being no football period. All right. Baseball and basketball are supposed to restart at the end of this month. What the crap is going on with football, man? Figure your crap out. Uh, Americans. We're all going to be avid baseball fans. No, no. You know what we need to do? We just need to say, screw it. Uh, let the let the elites sit it out and let all the community college people that didn't get a shot. That it's like the movie The Replacements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have ninety eight to ninety two games. It'll look like a well, basketball score, but who cares? Isn't Bring it in. amazing? Isn't it interesting how the XFL started to you know get into this conversation and then Corona hit and they went out of business? Yeah, the Extreme Football League would play. Yeah. yeah, bring them back. Of course Just they see. would. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Inject Minor themselves. league baseball's canceled. I mean, you know, it's just a bunch of sissies, dude. I swear, over a 99.98% survival rate of the, uh, of a virus. Yeah, you have more chance of dying just by a football-related injury. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Literally doing the job or the sport that you get paid for, you are more likely to get hurt yeah. than by the coronavirus. I just, you know... I, I don't get it. 
I, I don't understand. Um, this will bankrupt. Uh, th- th- well, I won't bankrupt, but this will financially hurt so many things. If football doesn't happen on college campuses, you think tuition is high now, buddy. Yeah. Just wait. Because, because D1 universities, especially like big football places like Alabama, LSU, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, all these places, 80% of the funding for the school is the football program and the football program funds all the other sports and scholarships and scholarships. I, I, what do you get? That's all I'm saying. What are you going to do? People are not thinking about the actual financial repercussions of all this stuff, Mm -hmm. which is just, it, I I don't know, man, it's crazy. I think, you know, if you want to be in the NFL and you choose not to play, you're fired automatically patrick mahomes you get not one cent of your new deal if you don't report to play (laughs) period simple as that (laughs) we can use that money to go find us some people that will play well then they won't be as good well if everybody ain't as good it'll be the same thing it'll be the freaking same thing uh anyway all right so i think we got hogan on the line here okay all right so so up next we have the campaign press secretary coming up and we have an amazing conversation but before we do that let's get into patriot mobile while the left embraces cancel culture let's get in on the action cancel your leftist supporting cell phone provider and make the switch to america's only conservative cell phone carrier patriot mobile patriot mobile shares your values and will never charge you hidden fees and unlike big mobile they won't send your hard-earned money to planned parenthood or other leftist causes get the same reliable nationwide service and support a company that loves this country shares your values supports our constitution and puts people before profits switching is easy keep your phone number bring your own phone or buy a new one right now when you join their family of freedom loving americans get free activation plus a free gift with the offer code g-r-a-h-a-m that's graham veterans and first responders save even more so please make the switch today call 972 patriot that's 972 patriot or visit patriotmobile.com slash graham get your customized plan starting at just 25 dollars. that's 972 patriot or patriotmobile.com slash graham all right, Hogan, man, thanks for joining us. Look yeah. at you in that professional studio. Hey, man, I really appreciate the time. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, all right, look, we got a lot to talk about. The election is, man, it seems like it's getting closer and closer every day. Um, let's talk about these poll numbers. Now, I just discussed this on Facebook just yesterday mm-hmm. that they're showing, the fake news is showing that Joe Biden, the guy who doesn't even know what race he's actually running in is 15 <laughs> points ahead of Donald Trump nationally. Right. Nationally. Right. Now, I would love to get the campaign's version of this, but the little bit of research I did that took all of 30, 35 seconds yeah. was that these national polls, the conclusion for what the nation is thinking was determined after interviewing 1,006 people. I find that really difficult to believe. Uh, what, what does the campaign think about this stuff? Well, what's worse is a lot of the people they polled were actually in New York and California. And national polls are just junk in general, right. in part because we have a national election, yes, but it's actually an election held in all 50 states. So yes. it's much more targeted than that. Some of the poll numbers actually that, that I've seen for example, I think Fox did a poll. I know the president talks about those being junk a lot. He's absolutely right. 
uh, it was 10 percent uh, more Democrats than uh, than, than Republicans uh, surveyed in the poll. Not to mention when you look at what they're actually targeting this election cycle versus last. So it's a massive swing just from the Democrats they sampled uh, back in 2016 versus now as well. They're actually asking more Democrats their opinions now than they were in 2016. And we know how wrong those polls are. But what's worse, and I think you hit on this, is that a lot of the pundits, a lot of the poll watchers, all the experts, if you will, in the newsrooms across this country, they know these polls are bad. So either it's just gullible or it's malicious and on purpose trying to suppress the Donald Trump voter out there and bring down some of that enthusiasm, but there's no way they can do it. Graham, when you look at the information coming in that more Republicans are registering than Democrats, it's because they want to get out there. And let's be clear, the Donald Trump voter, from what we've seen from all statistical data, they will crawl across broken glass to vote for this man. (laughs) They won't even click on a link to hear Joe Biden speak. Yeah, so you're right. it is clear that the momentum is on our side here. Things are looking uh, uh, good for us. And even in the junk polls, and even as bad as they are, it's still trending back into the president's direction. You see it's tightening. So as wrong as they are, it's kind of stumbled on a little secret that no one wants to talk about. And it's that Donald Trump's picking up momentum and he's picking up steam because the American people understand elections are about choices. And when you have Donald Trump, who actually is running on something, uh, a record for the past three years. And then you have Joe Biden, who's been in office for half of a century, and he's still talking about things he wants to do. He's got no record to run on. So it's a a stark choice, and we think we're going to be just fine come come November. Yeah, the, the, the problem I have with the mainstream media today, now granted, in the grand scheme of things, we're still babies in this stuff. We've been doing this for about four years now. And the thing to me is people tell me all the time, oh, do you not know how polls work? What do you expect them to do? Interview all 350? I would expect like at least 1% maybe to come up with a national. I could accidentally take a picture of the inside of my pocket and get more opinions from more than a thousand and six people about what they think about that photo but maybe it's just me let's see you guys inside your pocket what nothing (laughs) what you like to know that's my point you know there's absolutely nothing in there uh which a lot of people could say is what joe biden's policies are but anyway moving forward let's talk about this thing that the president is doing for the first time ever we've got this virtual fundraiser going on And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's July 21st is when the fundraiser actually is going to happen. This, to me, shows that President Trump not only is ahead of his time, where the Democrats seem to be still back in 1980, but he understands that the way to truly connect with the people these days is online. And he is putting himself out there for uh, his supporters to have an actual legit conversation. Talk to us about that. What, what, what can people expect when they go and sign up for this event? Well, and they also want to hear from him. The American people care about what the president has to say, whether it be about coronavirus, the economy, or the culture. Right. And the president has a great record on all of those issues. And look, over the weekend, he did something unique, too. We didn't even tout it in the press. But he had five phone calls, kind of teletown halls with various states, some kind of key battleground states and some right. of those areas we need to win. 
And I think there's over uh, around four and a half million views already on Facebook at this point. Uh, I think there were about 110,000, excuse me, 150,000 targeted voters on the call. Compare and contrast that with Joe Biden, where he's got, you know, half of a million here or there, some smatterings of some people kind of checking out what he does online. And he's full throated about it. He's like, come watch me online, pay attention to what I'm doing. (laughs) And no one, no one cares. Because as you mentioned, he had no uh, really what day it is, much less what he's doing online anyway. Right. But the fact is, people are excited about this president. They're enthusiastic about this president because when you look at the records side by side, and this is one of the things I think is really going to drive our fundraising. I mean, uh, Brad Parscale and Bill Stepien both worked together uh, on this campaign for so long to build the best fundraising apparatus we've ever seen. It's the envy of the entire political world. Uh, all of the money we've we, we've raised over here, and of course, the digital team has done incredible work as well. I mean, just just setting record after record and building things no one thought uh, could, could could work. And now they're not just working, but they're actually filling the coffers with cash. You're going to need to fight uh, the lies of the the mainstream media when 95% of the news coverage is negative against you and everyone's covering for Joe Biden, for example. I mean, right. you know, one of the issues we were talking about the last few days is defunding the police. I know you've probably talked about it on your, oh, yeah. Yeah. On your show. I mean, you can't think of anything more disgusting insanity. than that notion. It, insanity. And the media cover for him. And so when he was asked, can't we just agree, uh, Mr. Biden, that we want to redirect some of this money away from the police? He says, yes, absolutely. And the mainstream media says, that's not defunding, that's redirecting. So yeah. let me just pose a, a question then to the to the viewers of this, of this show. I'm not going to uh, defund your paycheck. I'm just going to redirect some of your money into my bank account. Yeah. 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 That's defunding. That's cutting. Yeah. And everyone knows that. So for the media to try and cover for this guy time and time again, that's what we're going to be up against. That's why these fundraisers, uh, virtual or otherwise, are very important. We got to raise that money so we can we can keep up the fight. Let me ask you a question really quickly. When it comes to the debates that are right around the corner, I don't see Biden making the debates. I see Biden trying to be there virtually. I, I, I see Biden's camp trying to do everything in their power to keep him off the actual stage with President yeah. Trump. I agree. What, what are you guys seeing, or is that even something that you can talk to us about currently? But, but that's just what we're seeing and what our viewers are feeling as well. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't want Joe Biden on the debate stage over in the Democrat Party. If you have him up there without his little scripts he likes to read from and, and you know, he calls over for his staff to bring in papers, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, mid, mid, mid-internet show. Uh, those are the types of things that are going to plague him on a debate stage. And you're going to hear wonderful stories from Joe Biden about how children love to rub his leg hair <laughs> and how he coaxes uh-huh. children up onto his porch with right. ice cream and, and all the weird things he's talked about in the past when he hasn't been scripted. That's going to be a problem. Yeah. What is going to be really significant, though, is when you talk about Joe Biden's record and and look at it like this. You don't have to guess what a Joe Biden economy would look like. We saw it for eight years. Depressed wages, 60,000 manufacturing plants closed, 700,000 jobs leaving America because of Joe Biden's positions on NAFTA. That killed us. Three and a half million jobs going directly to China because of his positions. Compare and contrast that with Donald Trump. Seven million jobs coming in, 500,000 manufacturing jobs coming back. I mean, this is the type of thing that the American people are going to see side by side. And when you talk about the culture, you don't have to guess what our communities and our city streets would look like with Joe Biden either. Because when we see all this rioting and looting, people smashing in storefronts, stealing Mm. merchandise, beating innocent Americans within an inch of their life, Joe Biden didn't say a word. 
And when he yep. did finally come out of the hidey hole, he said, yeah, absolutely. We should probably redirect some of that money, defund a little bit. That's, that's where we should go. So you don't have to guess what would happen with him at the helm because we've already seen it. And so basically your jobs aren't safe. Your family's not safe. And your uh, American way of life is definitely not safe with Joe Biden because he's waging war on all three. Yeah. And that's going to be uh, you know, out there for the world to see. If those two men get to actually debate and stand by, side by side, you're going to see Donald Trump talk about the uplifting, unifying, patriotic message of how great this country is, as opposed to Joe Biden, who just wants to transform everything. He doesn't just think America's a bad, evil place. He thinks it's basically the cause of all the problems across the planet. And that's a significant difference we're going to love to see play out uh, right in front of the American people. Do in you real think time. we'll be able to see it play out, though? Do you think they'll be on stage together? The American people can see that for themselves? Right now, that's the plan. We'll yeah. wait and see what happens. I, yeah. I can't imagine they're not already trying to, you know, grease the skids for an excuse to get out of there. You've seen yeah. even the mainstream media say, no, no, he really shouldn't go on stage until yeah. Donald Trump releases his tax returns. <laughs> Listen, what? This tax, <sighs> I, this that's the first I've heard of that. that. That's, New York oh my Times, God. New York Times, shockingly, they said that. But let's let's be fair. Uh, Donald Trump released over 100 pages of his financial forms in the first uh, run for president. Mm -hmm. And we know this has been litigated already in front of the American people. They didn't care then and they don't care now. They're <laughs> going back, the Democrats are, to their old playbooks here. But for them to try and use that to keep Joe Biden off the debate stage, it's like they're laying the groundwork already mm -hmm. to try and have an easy out. Now, you and I both know the problem with that is if he decides not to debate, if he decides not to do anything, he's going to get no criticism from the mainstream media. Yeah. Right, They're yeah. going to say, that's great. You shouldn't debate Donald Trump because he's this or he's that, and he won't tell the truth. And there have to be fact checkers and all these crazy hoops. They're going to want uh, our president to, to jump through. And instead, they're going to give Joe Biden all the cover in the world. So right. we know that going in. But uh, there's no question Donald Trump's been pretty clear. He wants to debate Joe Biden. Yeah. I, I also like how Biden already said that Trump's going to rig the election. So he's already laying yeah. the groundwork for yeah. losing. He's like, well, you know, Trump's probably going to yeah. cheat this election, too. Well, so. well and, and, you know, we'll keep this to ourselves. And I have two final things for you. I know your time is valuable. But the thing that concerns me the most is you see Hillary Clinton and all these people saying that if President Trump loses, he's not going to leave the White House and we need to prepare. <laughs> I think it's the exact opposite. When Donald Trump wipes the floor with Joe Biden, what are the Democrats going to do? Yeah. And, and that's the thing that that terrifies me the most. Well, you've seen it. They already. Yeah. They, I mean, yeah. they, they. A lot of Democrats are still saying that Stacey Abrams is the duly elected governor of Georgia. She's not. <laughs> Hillary Clinton continues to say she won the election. Yeah. She got all the votes. She should be the president of the United States. So again, this isn't like in the abstract. We've actually seen this play out in real time. Yeah. It was the Democrats who sued Donald Trump in 17 states after 2016 yep. yeah. to try and take those votes back and rig the election. It's the Democrats who are setting up all these crazy mail-in ballot votes that they want to try and rig the election with on the front end. So I'm not going to take a lecture uh, fr from the left on who, who accepts the outcome of elections. But back to the previous point, you know, it was Joe Biden and his administration that spied on Donald Trump. Yes. Yep. Remember when Donald Trump said he was wiretapped and they just they excoriated him mm -hmm. in the mainstream media. And then we find out he actually was wiretapped. They did spy on his campaign. And Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, the two lovers, as the president <laughs> likes to call them, mm -hmm. actually yeah. got that insurance policy together to try and hurt the president, too. Yep. That's so, right. I mean, it, it, it's weird that, that Joe Biden is trying to claim that Donald Trump, I mean, 
it, Democrats always do the thing they accuse the other side of yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah. Burisma. It jumps right in and goes, yep, it's the Republicans' fault. And it's mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, don't you understand? We just had a Russian hoax. And a story came out last week that no one talked about. And it, and it involved um, some of the unmasking, but it also involved the FBI. And they went back and looked at uh, the subsourcing of the Russian dossier. And the subsources, so not the main source, but the secondary sources, all said, no, this was all junk. They knew that in January of 2017, the mm-hmm. FBI did. Wow. And they kept at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they drugged this nation through a horrific time, accusing the president of the United States of colluding with a foreign power, and no one's in jail for it yet. It's out. It, I mean, it just boggles the Insane. mind. When Biden was actually doing that. The president's going to get to the bottom of it, yeah. and we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. All right, final two questions. I know you got to go super fast. Uh, our audience wants to know, are we going to have more rallies? What, what's going on there? I sure hope so. I, I got to tell you, it's interesting because, as I mentioned, the enthusiasm, one of the big uh, milestones we just passed was 1.1 billion views, B, wow. billion wow. views on our social media platforms of all the things Donald Trump has done recently. We want to do those rallies, no question. Let's not forget, the media says, oh, Tulsa, oh, uh, New Hampshire. Well, that was a, a, a you know a tropical storm. But let's be clear, those two states were in phase three. They did not require masks. Yep. They did not require social distancing. We, as the Trump campaign, not only temperature checked every single person who came in, We also had hand sanitizer all over the place and gave every single person a mask and encouraged them to wear it. Right. Was that was that that okay for the mainstream media? Absolutely not. Right. But when people stand shoulder to shoulder and riot and loot, Mm -hmm. tear apart their communities, preach it. I didn't see. uh, Yeah, I didn't see the the press concerned about that social distancing whatsoever. And I, I, I laughed. I saw the story. We're getting so close to therapeutics and so close to vaccines because of the president's leadership on coronavirus. And I thought, why'd you even spend the money? Democrats in the media told us they've got the vaccine. Yeah. All you got to do is to go into these towns and, 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 and riot and loot yep. and steal stuff. That's the vaccine. Yep. Because apparently it's only a Trump rally. Yes. Conservatives that, you know, are, that, that are vulnerable. COVID spreads. It's mm-hmm. nowhere else. Yeah. It's no. I agree. It's crazy. All right. So last thing, and I know you guys got to go. Where can people go to participate in this virtual uh, fundraiser? And then two, where can people go to support the president? I know you guys are always uh, taking donations. Where, where can people go to support this president? I know you have the links on your website. I'd follow them from there. I'd obviously go to our websites uh, too. Uh, look, we, we have so much interactive um, you know, platforms uh, with which to follow what the president is actually doing, um, not just from the campaign, but you actually get to go to the White House websites and, and see what the news isn't covering. Because, of course, if he actually does a policy rollout or he's talking about uh, how he works better with the police, and he had that incredible moment where he had both um, you know, victims yep. of police brutality and law enforcement officers in the White House together. And they had such a, a, a instructive, constructive conversation. I was sitting right there before I left the White House to come to the campaign to, to fight on this side of it. Um, I, I would obs- uh, absolutely monitor all of his social media platforms. As you know, no one's seen anything like the amount of followers he has oh, on yeah. mm-hmm. his platforms. Uh, that's where you can best stay engaged. That's where you can best stay involved. But remember, the best politics, obviously, the best places you can effectuate real changes locally. So get out there. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Make sure they're going to register to vote for this president because the future of this country is clearly at stake. And when you have someone like Donald Trump with record-setting accomplishments in record-setting time up against someone who has been around not just for 50 years but is now clearly an empty vessel, 
being filled by the radical left agenda, items of Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders. I mean, his economic plan is no longer a plan. It's a socialist manifesto full mm-hmm. of all types of crazy ideas that would cripple this country and send us backwards. That's what you can do if you're listening to this show now. Get on, get online, uh, get involved, and get out in your communities and tell the real story that the media won't. won't. Well, awesome. I couldn't have said it any better. Hogan, thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, we know that you guys are extremely busy, and we're honored that you guys uh, work with us. We're in this fight with you, and uh, we can't wait until November. Anytime, Graham. Thanks so much. All right. Thank, thank you. you. All right. And that was uh, that was, that was uh, cool. that so amazing good. conversation there. And again, it's so humbling to have the, compa- the, the, the companion, the campaign, <laughs> uh, choose to use our show as a means to communicate with oh, yeah. everyone. And I think that's awesome. Real quick, Jake, you got a story yes. uh, before we go? Uh, so this is a feel-good story. You know, you posted on your Facebook the other day that six-year-old Bridger who oh, saved, yeah. his sister. Yeah, saved his sister. So Chris Evans sent him a video message. Yep, I saw that. And promised to give him an authentic Captain America shield. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. That, uh, was, that was such a it Just yesterday, Robert Downey story. Jr. came mm-hmm. on and said that he's going to do one even better, but he made it cryptic. He said, give me a call on your birthday. And I'm going to do even better than Captain oh. America. So watch Robert Downey Jr. like fly over there in his like Iron, Iron Man, Man suit, suit yeah. or something to this kid. Um, anyway, so yeah, no, 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 that's cool. I did. I I hate just about every platform Chris Evans stands on as far as politics go. <laughs> right. But you know, you got to. Yeah, I mean, uh, wh- when like humanity when humanity goes in there, I mean. Mm-hmm. I, that yes credit I, where credit's credit due. where credit's due i i think that me and him would not agree on very many things but i definitely agree oh, with his uh take on also that. if you want some nightmare fuel search uh no, zuckerberg oh my surfing. god <laughs> he looks like powder on, on, when he's surfboarding so those of you who don't know what we're talking about google mark zuckerberg sun sunscreen it's amazing yeah. he was you know what? i bet yesterday. he didn't burn though no <laughs> Uh, he he re- he deflected the sun to tan other people. I think his uh, alien skin is more sensitive to our <laughs> no, sun. No, no. His it planet. Wasn't, it wasn't sunscreen. Doesn't know what to do. His makeup yeah. washed off oh. in the water, and that's his actual complexion. Anyway, people right. from my planet are white. Oh my gosh. Anyway, okay, guys, remember my book. Uh, <laughs> the actual release date is in eight Woo! days. Go yeah. to America316.com right now and order your copy today. Yeah, Jake, sneeze. where can they find you? Instagram at producer underscore Jake. And Alyssa. I got to sneeze. That's an okay. awful weird Instagram um, name. Alyssa Allen on Instagram and Facebook. And then Hey America is on tomorrow. And it is on what y'all have requested, the wafer scandal and other things. So you can tune into that. Cool. And of course, I'm Graham Allen. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And... Dear America Live on Wednesday will be live from Liberty Liberty. University. So get ready and make sure you tune into that. That's all we have for this episode. And we'll see you again next time. See you. Bye.